0: Yes, who's back. Back, back, back
1: again. Hello and welcome to another woodshop podcast with Mike Coffey of coffee custom builds Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks and Peter Kapar of Petrie's workshop you can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube.
2: Welcome, welcome to episode 95 of Another Woodshop Podcast. Rumors were not true. We did not quit. Hey, yo! Quit. Never quitting, as long as the paychecks keep coming. If we, Wait, yeah, so I guess we're quitting.
1: <laughs> I guess we're quitting. That was a weird way to announce we've quit, Pete. I don't think that was really cool to do. The biggest uh, prank show ever. Not Yeah, we, we did the whole, we did Small the Woodworking Podcast
2: plays biggest prank on their audience ever. <laughs> Headline.
1: Yeah, everyone fell. Anyway, hey... Thanks. For, we're back. We're live. We're back. we're back. We did some lives last week, but we weren't live on a podcast. We didn't do a podcast. Dan and Pete were at my house. We had a great time. Big they thank were you many to podcasts. Semi-Exact for giving us the tour of their facility. Wait, JKLOL. That didn't end up happening, but it was a big thanks to uh, Semi-Exact for flying Dan and Pete out uh, so that yeah. we could have a maker meetup. And it was really unfortunate that we couldn't go check out their facility. We'll talk more about that in the show, but um, the thanks to those part. guys for... Yeah. Yeah. So thanks to those guys for getting us out. That was really, really awesome of them. We really appreciate it. I did want to say a big thanks to our sponsors, and that is Patreon. You folks over at Patreon are amazing. You patrons are great. You guys guys are just the best. So uh, we really appreciate you guys. Your guys continued support, even when we take two weeks off non-consecutively. I feel like it was like six weeks. Six weeks off.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We We legitimately legitimately forgot how to podcast some of this stuff
1: yeah I forgot I was, I was like, on a podcast period
3: <laughs> it we was went. uh
1: it was pretty wild times. We were very very forgetful of our roles in this world and what we do. I'm really stalling right now so I can remember where all my buttons are on my stuff. So I don't <laughs> See? stuff.
3: no, but all uh, these things we forgot
2: coffee.
1: we forgot how well, I forgot how to hit this button.
3: Go, black Betty ramble in.
1: And that, of course, signifies that we're going to read some reviews. And we have quite a few reviews this week. Uh, Yay. Big thanks to all of our reviewers, specifically the reviewers and our key demographic of reviewers. Uh, we're, our podcast is our, our demographic, our main demographic is people who review stuff, which is really good because we have a whole review <laughs> segment. Um, that, that works out so well. Know your audience. So, so uh, Hiker Trash 79 says this five out of five of course i just saved a bunch of money on my car insurance by switching to awp thank you hiker trash not your best work our next (laughs) our our next review is from uh, dl mill 10 uh it's from daniel but let's see five stars i began listening to awp about a year ago for tool recommendations as a totally not real made up at all for this story aspiring wood butcher, I was ecstatic when the guys raved about the saw stop hot dog saw. <laughs> because <laughs> because I've been in the market for one of these pork emulsion slicers <laughs> since graduating from <laughs> since graduating from the Meat Institute.
2: The
3: Meat Institute. Dismay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what then? <Dan? laughs> oh nothing. Go on. Okay, to to my dismay. The saw creates a loud noise that I can only describe as a gun blast and retracts the blade whenever I try to cut my meat. (laughs) Initially, I thought this was a fluke, but after 37 attempts (laughs) and after (laughs) a few unfortunate raids by local law enforcement, I can confidently say that this saw won't cut meat. Although disappointing, I will say it cuts through bird's eye pine and rustic MDF like a dream. Can confirm rating system is still broken. Five stars because there's no other option. Daniel. <laughs> random guy. That's right. Random guy war big IG.
3: Can you imagine gradu graduating cum laude from uh the Mead Institute?
2: <laughs> cum laude?
3: <laughs> cum laude, isn't that isn't that cum laude?
2: Can can we cum laude? can we name this episode uh graduating class of meat institute like 2022 <laughs> class of meat institute is it
1: wouldn't it be like the north alabama meat institute or something like that
2: of <laughs> technology
1: <laughs> but it'd be like it wouldn't even be like a proper direct it'd be like left alabama meat institute of technology
0: <laughs>
1: that's rude that's not fit no hey we got another we've got another review though so the review segment oh, is coming hot coming into the new year. Happy 22, 2022, everyone. This is from uh, Gedney. Five out of five, of course. That's the only option. I was going through a very hard time in my life. Everything seemed to be crumbling around me. Then I found the AWP podcast. I've listened to almost every episode now, and my life hasn't changed at all. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> zero change. Not sure a about. zilch. But that means I didn't get worse either. So there is that. AWP. It won't make your life worse. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's like, that's, i want that on a that, t-shirt
1: that, write that down although I, I, pete write it down you're not doing anything i'm just kidding um, i got it i got it i got it I'm on. no dan's got, got it. it dan's gonna make a design them. tonight I got,
3: <laughs> I got it
1: i like that i actually want that shirt made for myself right now i want to get that it won't make your life worse <laughs> I, all right i'll work on it uh all right all right get the design <laughs> what
2: do you got out. to lose <laughs> like what do you got to lose awp what do you got to lose <laughs>
1: awp
3: you can afford not to listen <laughs> <laughs> we have a new yelp uh, review if you want me to read it if we if you're done over there
2: well no Do there, it. didn't we have that one rave review from uh, a long time long time first time long time long time long I time can't
1: access from the website that more than three right now. It tries to open the podcast app on my, on my Mac. Got so. it. Got it. So let me Why read this one from Matthew L. That's how many Anchorage, reviews we have guys.
3: Alaska. I can't even read the, three all the plus. new ones. Cause there's so many, there's more than three. Sorry, Dan, go ahead. <laughs> it's all right. We got it. We got an episode coming up next week. We can uh, drop them then. Maybe, maybe we perhaps. Know. Yeah.
1: Suspense. you never I know. like to make fake sense. It's, it's a new year.
3: Definitely. New us. Uh, <laughs> this is from Matthew L. In Anchorage, Alaska. Mm. He's uh, writing in on our Yelp page. So if you didn't know, we have a Yelp page. Just look for another OneShop podcast. It's a radio station in over Omaha, there. Nebraska.
2: Oh, Matthew says, There's- So
3: many good recommendations from this place. I tune in on the web, but I wish I could listen locally. The DJs, Dan, Pete, and the other guy are great. I can't wait to hear their show every week. You kind of have to experience it for yourself. But I can tell you they've turned that frown upside down. My swamp ash is gone. <laughs> My CNC erector works properly. They've helped me tune my tool and my wood grows so much better. Thanks, AWP. Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome. (laughs) Said the other guy.
1: You're welcome, other guy. Uh, So that's it for our beautiful review segment. It's one of the best review segments in the history of review segments. Uh, The next segment that we go into, and it's been so long, I actually haven't even thought about typically I write down what's on my bench so I can do oh. the what's on my bench segment. Mm. But we can't do anything. What?
2: I I pulled it up. If you want me to read that one. one. Oh, the review. review. Yeah, go ahead. Squeeze yeah, it man. in. Yeah. So this is coming from uh a longtime listener, because he apparently still listens after years of
3: oh, right.
2: not enjoying the show. Uh, RJ Hammy. Oh, RJ totally Hammy. RJ <laughs> Hammy. Yeah, this one's titled I wonder who it is. Matt. <laughs> Meh, which means, you know, he's in with the whole joke, the inside joke. Right. He goes, Another hobby podcast by hobby, quote unquote, makers. Hard to listen to. Uh, thank you for listening. RG Yet Hammy. again, RJ Hammy. Thank you for listening, getting all the jokes. I really appreciate it. Um, we also love the fact that you think you keep giving us bad reviews, but don't know the fact. Oh, don't that tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. I don't care. It replaces the old review. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> the same review over and over again. Thanks, bud. Keep him coming. Uh, these are great
1: rim job hammy <laughs> rim All right, well, job hammy. So,
2: the, <laughs>
1: so uh big thanks to rj hammy we always appreciate your consistency and yep. that you're using jokes from the show to mock the show so anyway uh big thanks to you uh so the next I'll segment like rj hammy always, down what no i said more like rj break. hammy down I need a break sound effect really bad. It's like a
3: hard core. Yeah, you like do. Like a- <laughs> <laughs> we're just crickets. I could just start uh, doing yeah. it.
2: Okay. With I mean, my
3: mouth. I just did. Oh, yeah. If anyone can wow. do it. I thought we were
1: in the car. There you go. <laughs> Where's the car at? Where's the pile up at? Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next, the next thing we always do, and it's very important that we do this segment, because it kind of is the cornerstone of our show. Uh, it's called What's on Our Bench. What's
2: on my bench?
1: It's actually what's on my bench. I got the name wrong. I haven't done the show in so long. Uh, and I even used <laughs> that as the caption for my post today on Instagram. So that's like, what's no. on your bench? I was trying what's to actually get in. I was actually no. trying to make a post about the podcast, and then I got totally sidetracked with a client call <laughs> and made a completely different post. So it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Uh, I don't know why the views are down. Pete, how was your week?
2: <laughs> my week? I guess. What? How was my your week? month? Last time we recorded... It was just after... Two Christmas, weeks ago? Right? Sometime yeah.
3: around Thanksgiving, actually, I think.
2: Yeah, because I, I had a moment earlier when I was like, I've checked out did we since we record then? this year already? So just what's go on my this bench week. over the last... Let's go with this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, I visited a friend. It was great. Um, Whatever oh, his yeah. name is. Yeah. Flying back was actually great. The when other I guy. I changed to a direct flight, which was awesome. Uh, but I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was really bummed out that we didn't get to see the facility uh, at Semi-Exact. I mean, it was awesome to still hang out with you guys, but... Oh, did we actually explain what happened with that?
3: No, go, on, go um, for it.
2: So we we got an email uh, the night before we're supposed to leave for the facility. And it's from uh, one of the co-founders, the guy that was going to give us uh, the tour. And he says he's sick and he's probably uh, COVID positive, as is uh, other people at the facility. So uh, we won't be able to do the trip. And we're like, wait. so just, like Because they actually, they, the way they said it, it was kind of vague. We're like... So wait, no, no trip, and then uh, apparently no, was it in the morning? Mike, we got a confirmation.
1: No, he, yes, yeah. The, the the actual confirmation email was in the morning, and then he texted me. Well, he texted me after. Well, anyway, they yeah. let us know it was kind of vague. We clarified. They clarified. It was. It was a bummer.
2: But it, I'm glad like, that we found out beforehand and didn't find out like two days later because that would have been awful. Um, but yeah, or got make to the drive
3: there, there, knock on the door. Like, oh! Like, Didn't anybody tell you?
2: Sorry, yeah, sorry, guys, we're close. <laughs> so that was fun, but you know, we got to hang out with Mike. I got to do some work in the shop with Mike, which was really awesome. And on around the property, uh, Dan was there too. I was, which was there. Cool. Dan was there. Yeah, I got to hang out with Jack. Uh, watched him play Minecraft, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, he's he's a cool kid. You got a cool kid there. Uh, your wife? He's pretty. A cool. A lot cooler than you've led. Led us to believe, you know, every time we meet her, she just gets cooler.
3: Got a cool wife.
2: Yeah. Did you guys know that Mike plays video games? I didn't know that. Mike plays Stardew Valley, and that makes him really cool. I'm going to call you out on that because I think (laughs) that's actually really cool. Now, they, uh, him and his wife play together, and that's, I think, like really sweet. So, enough (laughs) about Mike and his trip. I'm back in the shop this week. This week, (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but this trip, although very welcome, Came at a very bad time because I feel like first of the year, hitting the ground running with a lot of stuff. I still have some momentum on Etsy. Not great. A lot of momentum on Etsy. It just was like very early in the year it was not the best <laughs> timing. So I came back home to like 30 orders or something. Um and it was a lot of big orders and I was st- I was already wiped out from all the all the orders around the holidays. I just haven't been able to catch up on, on printing the stuff. So the last couple of days, these printers have been running basically nonstop. My other one arrived as well. The, the day I got uh, to Mike's house, and arrived uh, here. So I've been putting that together. It's a bit of a build. So I still have a, another hour of putting it together left. I'll probably get that knocked out tonight. Um, and I've just been trying to get, get caught up. I got to get uh, a lot more of those ice climbing handles. I think I talked about that. Last time we did the show, but I, I, mm-hmm. I delivered a large batch of those ice climbing handles, those training tools, um, those things that look like marital aids with whip, like leather whips on the end. Those things are I actually got <laughs> to do a post lead. about them. Marital leads. Yeah. Uh, and then I got to deliver a bunch more by tomorrow because they're actually going to an ice climbing festival and they need to, uh, the ones I gave them are already sold. <laughs> so I need to give them more. And, you know, the way they're making it sound is they're going to want to do this more like even more of it in the future. So we'll see how that all works out. Um, Cause the client's a little needy, but I think I got to a point where our expectations are pretty clear. And um, you know, they're basically trying to like rush me as if I was a production facility. And I'm like, yeah, I have a life and another job. So you guys need to calm down. Cause I told you it's going to take a bit. So getting all those knocked out, getting that done. Uh, my dad's been helping me in a shop a little bit too, which has been great. I insulated my, Attic above the shop and oh my god, it's such a difference not just with heat it's a, the shop's actually retaining heat a lot better but the noise um, if you guys remember I put my the the blower um, for the dust collector fume extraction for the laser and the compressor up in the attic and now that the insulation is down, I thought it was quiet already. the noise is cut down like dramatically. it's so much better. So that's been kind of nice. Um, don't have to hear it as much. And I could also run my like table saw, dust collector, planer, joiner, whatever, and you can barely hear it in the house now upstairs, which is nice. pretty cool. So definitely helps out. I still have to insulate my door. I'm going full Spagnolo with the, basically enclosing it completely with insulation, <laughs> and like uh, hard insulation, and then just building a frame around it or something like that. That's uh, going to be temporary until the summer, because I like to have the doors open, but figured, you know. I'll put it up for now. Uh, what else? Uh, that's, I guess that's kind of it. I'm trying to not take on some client work for the next couple of, um, couple of weeks or months after this, because I, there's still a lot of projects in the house that I actually want to start building things for the house. I'm getting tired of just kind of like living around, you know, almost finished projects. So you need to knock out some, uh, uh, Quarter round for the baseboards still that we haven't done since we installed the floors. Got to do some painting and want to start renovating a bathroom as well. So, going to start tackling that stuff. But that's that's it for me, uh, Mike. What's on your bench? Um, pretty busy right now. I got
1: uh, man, probably should have planned better. Doing this, uh, I did this learning tower thing back for the holidays. Customer, I think I talked about this on this last episode that the customer wasn't happy with the size. Of the tower wasn't big enough, so I had to redo redo to the redo the design. Uh, redo- I actually redo- like the new the new design more in terms of the actual fabrication. The end result, I'm not sure I like it as much as the smaller one. I think the smaller one looks a little bit tidier and cleaner. But if you need a taller stool, then you need a taller stool, so it functions for that purpose very well. But uh, got getting that wrapped up. I got the first few coats of finish on that. Try to ship that out tomorrow. Uh, We're doing a set of sepele or African mahogany uh, steps for a spa for a customer. Uh, It's one of the like holdover projects from when I was getting my shop up and running and things weren't really, uh, I wasn't able to do anything. So that project is getting wrapped up now, Um, got stained today and it's getting finished on it tomorrow. So I'll try to deliver that on Tuesday or maybe even this weekend. Um and then I've got <laughs> we we were starting to mill up some red oak today. I've got some aprons and legs for a kitchen island out of red oak. The customer wanted red oak. I'm they're like a DIYer type person. They don't have the machines to mill and make the 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 substructure. So they had me make them. They're going to be doing all the finish work. They're going to be doing all the at- attachment, all that stuff. So it's pretty easy job for the most part. We also started milling up No,
2: so-
1: just making the legs. And the aprons. That's it. Legs and aprons. Oh, that's it. For for an island. Yeah, that's it. Um, And then, yeah, they actually bought, I didn't, I guess that wasn't clear. They actually bought an antique island. They ripped the top off and put a big slab of granite on the top. So the legs and the apron are actually holding up, like, the weight of the the granite piece. So it's kind of interesting. We started milling up some zebra wood today for these countertops we got. Yesterday was a bunch of running around. I had to go get How did
3: you like that zebra wood? It's kind of stringy. It smells, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it smells. Not a big fan. It looks great. Uh, looks it looks cool. great. It, tool, it tools nice. It's a cool looking wood. Uh, working it isn't great, uh, but it's fine. It's not like terrible. It's not like working uh, like redwood, which is just super soft. Uh, and it's not like working... Um, I don't know. White oak gets kind of stringy like that too. Like white oak gets kind of like... Annoying.
3: It I feel like zebra wood is it, so. way more stringy than anything I've ever worked with.
1: Yeah, no, no, it, like, it To definitely
3: the point is where, sure. Hi, to Luna. the point where, when I, if, so like I use it to cut bow ties and stuff, and I'll, I'll put some double sided tape on the back of the wood, on the back of the zebra wood. When I pull off the double sided tape, like it pulls some strings of wood right. off. With of the wood? Tape. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could see that. It's real stringy. Um, and then yesterday I picked up a redwood slab, which is going to become a countertop. And then I picked up two black walnut slabs, which are going to be a bar, uh, two bar tops for a guy. And then Sean ran up yesterday up to Bidwell. I got a customer who I landed this really awesome black. It's a Claro Walnut Live Edge table. Um, really excited to build this for this guy. This guy is a super cool customer. He's a great guy. And we've got the same vision in mind for this thing. So uh, I showed him my ideas and he's like, this is exactly what I want for this table. So it's perfect. Like things just synced up great. So we'll be starting on uh, the redwood table and the black wall or the Claro walnut table um, next week. And then the two walnut bar tops, the wood isn't quite dry yet. The guys had it for a couple years, but I want to let it acclimate in the shop for a few for like a week and a half, two weeks. And I think we'll be there. So um other than that, it's really busy. I'm trying to land some other jobs right now. Oh, I got this uh, these six-foot-tall marquee letters that are actually pretty cool for a wedding. They're uh, they're going to be six-foot-tall. It's going to spell love. I'm not doing any of the electrical. I'm just doing the MDF body. Um, but they're six-foot-tall, and it's it's just really cool. I got the design mostly done uh, today. I got, like, the first three letters designed out so I could do all the cuts. They're just being made out of MDF. So uh, everything's going to be cut out of three-quarter-inch ultralight MDF on the CNC and then we're just going to assemble. So, um, that's cool. That's a cool project. Is it yeah. Like it's actually, it's going to be cool. Body I like these
2: weird with, ones. Is it going to be like yeah. T yep. designed? So like, uh-huh, like a T going to do exactly. datos and everything.
3: There's no T in mm, the yes. word love.
2: No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There, oh no, no, I'm not going to, I'm literally just going to just do butt joints because it's going to be surrounding the whole thing. Everything will join together. It'll, it's just MDF. It'll like soak oh, it. Okay. It'll be oh, just okay. fine. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I'm not even going to dado it. It's going to be a frame around the whole thing. So and we'll 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 I was reinforce thinking, like, the in some ones places. that
2: people do. You know they'll cut out the plywood or whatever, they'll drill their holes, uh-huh. and then they like attach the sheathing, the metal sheathing around it. But it's like half in the back, half in the front. It like kind that's of what that's it's
1: going to cool. be, but MDF.
2: Oh, okay. So it is like I meant T is in, like but it will in the center of the sides.
1: Yeah, okay. yep. It's exactly what it's yeah. going to be, but it won't have a dado. It. It'll just be a butt I joint. I know what you meant.
2: Butt joint. I was
3: making bad yeah. jokes. Oh, what'd you say, Dan? I'm sorry. What's up, Dan? I said there's no T in the word love.
2: It is. If you try hard enough. Where's that? Where's that sound? I was like, I didn't
1: hit the button and Dan started doing it. No. no. Um, yeah. So that's going to actually just be fun just because it's a weird project. Like it's cool. super fun. Like one off project. Um, and I'm working I love on those types of projects. One-off. That's awesome. Yeah. They're super cool. I hope I can get more stuff like that. I'm working on a job right now. Actually, I've been working on this job for like two months now. Um, I really hope I get it. It's a really cool project. I've got a guy from the community. Um, I'll say what they are. It's these two it's four doors. It's 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 two sets of doors. Each door is four foot by eight foot. So it's an eight foot tall by eight foot wide opening. And they're carriage doors. Um they're like really old fashioned looking type doors, but they're shaker with glass plastic. in them and stuff. Yeah. So they it's gonna I really hope I can get those job. It's just a really exciting job. Hopefully, uh me and the customer can the potential customer can come to an agreement on that. But uh, that's what I've been working on with that. Uh, today, Sean and I, uh, well, actually, my uncle came over, and him and I pulled the electrical through the trench that Pete helped me dig that went to the, sh- the spray booth. Uh, we got the we got the electrical. I did most of the thing. help, really Delusion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we got the uh, we got the breakers in the sub panel. We ran the electrical. Mm-hmm to the shop and then it's terminated in the shop right now into a junction box. So Sean and I are actually, I've got a lot of spraying I'm doing tomorrow so we can't really run any tools. (laughs) That's why I need a spray booth. So I can't really run any tools so uh, tomorrow while, while I'm spraying some pieces, uh, we're going to go get all the rest of the electrical stuff and the insulation and try to knock out the electrical and the insulation tomorrow. And then this weekend I'm, I'm taking Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. Uh, Cause my wife's off Monday and we want to have some, we're going on a date Saturday and uh, my in-laws are taking the boy overnight. So we got, we got a date Saturday and then Sunday we want to work on the property. And then Monday we just want to hang out. So um, it's going to be a nice weekend, but I'm going to, uh, I got to work on a few projects. I got like Eight Etsy orders I need to get to. And uh, I was going to work on those kind of this weekend. And those are like one-man jobs. I don't need any help with those. So um, it's busy right now. It's really busy. I'm really happy with how busy it is. I'm really fortunate. So uh, it's good times. Then
3: Dunlap, Well, how about you? Well, I well, well. I don't well. know if you guys know this, but I took a small trip to California. Oh, I went to see awesome. my friend Mike Coffey. Uh, and my other friend the other guy? was there. That was the other guy. Um. So yeah, like what Pete said, we were gonna go on this trip to Semi Exact, and it kind of didn't happen. But that's all right. We still want to give huge shouts out to Semi Exact for uh, sponsoring Pete and I's trip to uh, California. Yeah.
4: Hopefully, in sure. the future, we really can cool. make
3: this uh, facility tour happen. That would be really yeah. great. Yeah, I'm okay. really excited that to see the great. facility.
2: Also, um, not just yeah, talk about the meetup because we didn't talk about it. But I was. But also I, not.
1: I do want to say my notes, bud. Also, I don't want to say like we don't we wanna do it just because we want Dan and Pete to come out here, like to get the f- flights paid for. I really want to see that facility. Like that's yeah, that infrastructure stuff that infrastructure stuff really sounds cool. So we'll talk with them. Uh we really appreciate them doing that. So go ahead, Dan. Sorry.
3: Um yeah, and, and Pete said that we had a little meetup at, at Coffee's place. We uh the the podcast kind of sponsored a uh a meetup at Mike's Mike's place and uh we got yep. pizza and they were like 15 people or so that showed up yeah it was about 15 it was a people good time. A time it was a beautiful day outside so we were all outside mm. there was plenty of space for uh gorgeous day social distancing you know don't yeah. want people to think that we were being We were just uh, hanging
1: around the fire pit
3: unresponsible
1: beers, having pizza
3: making it was jokes. great it was great. awesome everyone was we just had a good a podcast time listener it
1: was yeah. a good time it was
3: great yeah and uh yeah and so, huge shout out to Daniel Langley. He gave each yeah, one of us thanks, a mug. Daniel. That was really dope. Pete's got his. So, if you're watching the yeah. video, you can see Pete's Dancing
2: mug. with the czars.
3: Uh, <laughs> Mike had, I forget what your, your mug looked like. It a had flannel. Jason Bent. It, Bent. it had Jason Bent in like my dream oh, bubble or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. And mine looks like a, a bowtie king. So, that's fitting. I, I love it. I shared that bow in my Bowtie king season, of Sarpy
2: County. Oh, Sarpy, I
1: forgot about Sarpy. <laughs> <laughs> back.
2: All right. By the way, I think the break—the break sound should just be uh, an end mill running through three-quarter inch plywood <laughs> <laughs> I full speed. <laughs> <switch. laughs>
3: you want uh, to? The and then uh, in the world? I want to give another <laughs> shout out to uh, Ken, your old neighbor. He gave us some Ken's hats. Great. Yeah, I love Ken. Ken. Clevenger Guitars? Clevenger. Did I say that right? Ken Clevenger Guitars, right. yep. I love yeah. Ken. Thanks, Ken. Um a good dude. He's a good dude. So aside aside from all that fun, I'm still working on the door. It's a very large door in case you have Saw you got it. flat in the I got I it you react a flat. Second story. time. I did. I saw you react. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're not sly. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got to um, go check my stories. So that was uh that was a little nerve-wracking because so if you've been following along, you know that I had to reskin it with three quarter inch uh oak. Because the first because one exploded, I need get... right? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> just I, we went too thin on the on the on the flattening. We uh one the inch door doors? To That's be... a thing.
1: No.
2: One inch doors. Wood moves, Dan, so it just it shrunk.
3: Oh yeah, it thinned out like a pancake. Mm. Yeah. I got gotcha. it. It's cold outside. That's what <laughs> so I had to reskin the door with more wood and uh we re-flattened it. So, like a bozo, I'm not a smart man sometimes. Like a bozo, when I was reskinning the door, it, I was having trouble clamping down the middle of the door. So, like, you know, 30 inches in. I yeah. couldn't get any clamping pressure in the middle. So, I, I like the smart guy I am, I used a uh, brad nailer. And I brad oh, nailed no. the wood down. <laughs> yeah, I never told anybody this. No. Um <laughs> Hey guys, can you flatten my slab full of nails? <laughs> so I I got I got it to the 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 guy the place here in Omaha that that does my slab flattening. I'm like, so here's the deal,
2: Poor Zach.
3: No, it wasn't Zach. It's no, a, another Zach. company. Fuck. Um, but believe it or not, we were gonna go around all the nails, and there there was like there was only like twelve. I didn't do like 200, a whole bunch. Twelve isn't. I mean, it was just tiny little Brad nails. Yeah, twelve's not a big um, deal. They we accidentally missed one. We were gonna go around them, but we accidentally missed one, and it went right through it. And we're like, "Keep going." I'm like, "Hey, if something happens, I'll buy you a new bit." Yeah, Brad nail. I got you. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went through it just fine. I was like, "Oh, thank God, Bubble got you." But I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like uh, nail those nails down, or at least sink them a little bit and then fill them in so that they're invisible. Can't um, watch that story. Yeah, <laughs> try yeah. to nail
2: them in deeper with another nail.
3: Yeah, well, there's a nail. You can get a nail punch. Come on, that's a thing. Well. Anyway, I've had Etsy orders out the yin yang, just like Pete and Mike. Uh, I am the bow tie king of Sarpy County. I mean,
1: I don't have that many Etsy orders. Not like you guys.
3: I'm I'm I don't have as many as Pete. I think Pete's like killing it.
2: It's a I, lot of small orders. So like
3: when <laughs> when we were at Mike's house, big
1: orders in your part your part. <laughs>
3: When we were at Mike's, like, had a lot of big orders. Pete <laughs> orders. has his notifications on. A
2: couple orders yeah. was
3: a lot. You not not only do you have your notifications on, but like you have the sounds Volumes on. And and you <laughs> hear that, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Like Pete's making sales right right and left. I'm I'm not doing nearly as many as Pete, obviously. Well, not, um, yet. not yet. What one tells of these days the, when I the get start king seller. of Nebraska. Anyway, moving on from Etsy. <laughs> I also had to make a yoga mat rack for uh, a client in California. I should have have brought it with me. No, I think they're somewhere in San Francisco. Um, I I made that out of uh, cherry and I used walnut dowels, like one-inch walnut dowels. It looks really really sharp. I haven't even shared any pictures of it yet, but that's done. I need to get that shipped out probably tomorrow. Well, I bought cherry, you see. And I made one inch holes with my drill press, but I accidentally bought one and an eighth inch cherry dowels. And Dude, then when I went lathe. back to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I went back to Woodcraft to buy one inch cherry dowels, they didn't have any frickin' cherries. So I had to buy walnut and I'm like, oh, that looks good. Hopefully the client will like that. Which by the way, they haven't responded back to me, so maybe they hate it. I don't They're know.
2: Really mad.
3: Probably. Um yeah, that's it. And I also bought, I also bought another router because can't ever have too many routers. I yeah, really can't. Talked about this. I needed, I needed to be able to use that big infinity mega flush trim bit in a mm-hmm. in a handheld router. Mm-hmm. And the only router that I have that will be able to use that with a half inch collet is in my router table. And I didn't want to have to like take it in and out, take it in and out. So I just bought another one. It just seemed like the easier option. Yeah? No? Yeah. yeah no, that's no, great. Yeah. Which
2: which router did you get?
3: I I bought that uh Bosch sixteen seventeen, I believe. Fifteen like two seventeen seven seventeen eighteen
2: sixteen seventeen. But yeah, the two, and two and numbers are almost Yeah, nice two and, to and a quarter
3: horsepower. And I also got speaking of tools, new tools, I got uh one of those uh track squares from the gentleman on IG. I think he goes by Mick Rob, or it looks like micro B, actually. Uh Woodworks. I think he's from Pete's motherland. Right. Yeah. Uh, not russian polska poland yep that's my polish accent poland yeah yeah i got one of those i'm i'm excited to have that uh and that's it that's that's the story of dan that's my truth
2: it's awesome dan to man what's going on
1: your journey (laughs) uh (laughs) that's journey (laughs) that's it for what's on my bench thank god oh wait
3: Tired of that one more thing Yeah, when we were when we were at Mike's house, I got to use his capex. That thing is unbelievable. Yeah, the the cleanness the cleanness of that cut is crazy. Like it has got if you cut, obviously you're using it to cross cut something. Typically, the the cleanness of that cross cut Mm. it feels like a finished piece. It is insane. It is anyway, that's it.
2: Yep, going going to Mike's is really bad for my wallet because mm-hmm. on my like next things to buy is now a capex, a tractor, a three inch a, tra- a tractor too. God, don't even get me started on a tractor. <laughs> uh, but the three inch Daros, I really want it, and uh, those Jessam rail stock guides, guide, whatever the stock, stock guides? guides, yeah, the ones like the ones that go on top of your uh, your fence on a table saw. Yeah, much excite. And then yes, a tractor. Want oh, tractor so bad.
1: Tractors are dope. I think, <laughs> I I think your tractor's tractor. sexy. It is
3: sexy. Ooh. I love that
1: thing. They should write a song about that. They. I want a
3: Christmas tree farm.
1: Who's got time? Go on. I love having a Christmas tree farm. It's great. Um, the next, well, the first question. No, let's get into voicemails. I'm like going off a of muscle memory now. Uh, we haven't done this in a while, so everything's kind of like it's been a, really it's been uh, a loosey-goosey. It's been uh, upwards of 14 days, so uh, this place falls apart pretty quick. If we aren't in yeah. practice. We don't know what's going on. But let's get into questions. Consistency the first one is, is from, from Ed over e j Here's Ed's question.
0: Hey, fellas. Happy New Year. This is Ed Mancini yet again. A uh, question I have for you guys today. I was recently having a conversation with somebody uh, that was explaining to me that there is such a thing as asking A customer, too many questions in regards to a custom piece of furniture. An example is if he came to me and said, Hey, I want you to build me a table, uh, I was explaining to him that my questions would be, Okay, uh, what shape of table? uh, What are the dimensions of the table that you like? Maybe what color and what sheet? Just as an example, uh, he told me that, you know, those are. too many questions that you're asking a customer and, you know, you might find yourself losing a customer over asking stuff like that. <laughs> um, I was wondering from your points of view and the experience that y'all have, have you ever ran into that? Uh, is there such a thing as maybe asking too many questions? And, and is, is that kind of standard for uh, asking a customer just to get a, a basic idea of what they want? Uh, again, I hope you guys have uh, great success this year in both your businesses and in the podcast. Continue doing what you're doing. We're loving it. Uh, And I'll talk to you guys another time.
3: Dan, what do you think? Well, I kind of see both sides of the coin a little bit on this. First of all, those are all very valid questions. I mean, if you're going to be working with a client that's probably going to spend several thousand dollars on this table. You know, you, you don't want to just guess at what they want. However, if you're not sending all those questions like at once and <laughs> you're going back and forth with, with every response is one question, I could see how that would become a little annoying, right? If you're not just sending everything at once, I need all these details. Uh, So, yeah, I, I kind of see both sides of the coin, but... Like I said, those are all very valid questions. Uh, these are things you need to know. Uh, one thing you could look at is if you have a website, put that into some sort of form so that you can get all that information. Or ask your client, hey, why don't you send me a photo from the internet of, of a table that you like, that you kind of want? Pete, what do you think?
2: So, I don't. Uh, the questions you asked are like, the three that you would want to ask on almost any job is like size, color and whatever the last one was. But like, I, I think what your friend may have been referring to is just more like, um, maybe giving them too many options with the questions. Like, do you want to, you know, this kind of finish, this kind of finish, this kind of finish. And like, if you give them too many options, sometimes you get yourself into trouble. Like it, they're, they're coming to you cause they trust with, they trust you with your style or they've seen your work usually. and, and, I think hitting them with the least amount of options and presenting the best that you think, what you think is the best option while still staying within their, their desires, uh, is good. But one thing I would recommend is ask your clients open-ended questions. You don't want to be asking questions like, uh, do you want this wood? Yes. Do you want this stain? No. Like ask them what kind of, like, what kind of, look do you want it to be or is there a a color you're trying to match or like like dan said do you have any idea like of what you'd want can you send me a picture of something that you like um you know don't ask them too much of like the yes and no questions and like dan said too is try to get as much information in as like as quickly as possible so having like a form or mike's probably going to bring up a really good tool like jobber um Get get a lot of that information you can beforehand, or have them present the information to you directly. Again, Jobber great great option for that because you they're basically giving you all the information you need to provide them with some kind of quote. Um, so have them tell you the stuff. Don't ask them. If that makes sense. Mike, what do you think?
1: You guys covered everything. Honestly, I mean, you guys all the things. I I, I think like sometimes Ed like. You and a customer just aren't going to work out. Sometimes you're just not the person for the job, and sometimes they're not the customer for you. So if you this to me is like a red. I, did this guy? Did Ed say it was a customer or his buddy? No, was he said a, a with him? friend said friend it. I was saying that. Oh, yeah. don't listen to Asking your friend. He questions. doesn't. Yeah. Don't listen to someone who doesn't do this for a living, man. That guy doesn't do this. Don't even listen to people who don't who don't do this, man. Seriously, don't. We well, do appreciate the question. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like that's just not. I mean, unless you're like. What's your favorite ice cream sundae? I mean, ask, if you're asking relevant questions, the customer is going to appreciate that. But obviously, badgering them, they're not going to appreciate. But right. if, you, if you're asking legit questions like, what size, what shape, what color? Those are like the really the most important questions. And they're like, whoa, whoa, this is too many questions. <laughs> and you'd be like, this table is now $18,000 and then walk because they're not going to be an easy cr- customer to deal with for the whole process and you're going to hate it and a difficult customer there's like no amount of money that is worth it with a difficult customer so um anyway i think that your buddy is probably a nice guy and a good friend of yours but he doesn't deal with this for reals uh it's like going to people who have never ran a business for business advice don't do that it's dumb uh so the next question is from ryan dodd uh ryan has this to say Hey, this is Ryan from Dodds Workshop on Instagram. I love the podcast. Appreciate what you guys are doing. I have a question on a new respirator I'm looking to upgrade. I have a beard, so the typical ones don't work very well. So I was looking at the peak power cap or maybe the trend air shield, something along those lines. And if I recall, you guys all had the power cap. So just wondering what your thoughts were on it and if it was a worthwhile investment. Thanks. I'll start first with we don't have the power caps. We have the... uh the belt mounted unit that has like a face covering, like a fully enclosed unit. Uh, We didn't buy them. Uh, Peak Safety sent them to us as a promotion with the podcast. Um, We thought we were going to get the power caps. I'll say that. And we ended up getting these belt mounted units. Um, I do would like to get the power cap still. uh, And I'm probably gonna make that purchase because now that I got a couple people in the shop, I would like to have that option. Um, I will open with... I actually do like the belt mounted one though. It is cumbersome to have to put the belt on it, but I do like how it works and I do have a beard and glasses and it works well for me. Uh, and I don't want to, I'm not throwing Dan and Pete under the bus. This is just an important opinion of theirs, but they have different opinions of them than me. Uh, Dan.
3: Mike's correct. I have a different opinion. Um, I do very much appreciate peak safety sending that out to, to me. Um, but it is very cumbersome and I don't wear it. Because it's very cumbersome, and I just don't feel like it. It fits my needs as, as well as wearing a paper mask or uh, the other filtered mask that I already had. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan, Pete. Yeah.
2: So it's not that I'm not a huge fan. I did actually like the system. I think it does a really good job. Um, mine, I just felt like it wasn't creating the best seal in the best spots, and I may have just been like my unit one-off but it would like it wasn't blowing air out of the
1: if you're putting uh, it over your unit
2: that's not what's up? sorry <laughs> putting it over your unit it's <laughs> so it, it wasn't blowing air out of the vents that it had as much as it was it was what well, was blowing out of there but it was also shooting like it wasn't making a good seal on my face i just have a big polish head that might be the problem too it would blow head's right not big. into my ears You a normal,
1: normal medium sized head.
2: Just let it (laughs) make it look massive. Ah, I never noticed, but basically it wasn't creating a good seal and it would like blow into my ears and just like, just hearing like having like air blown right into your ears the whole time you're spraying or doing whatever, not super comfortable. That being said, it was filtering the air pretty well and wasn't fogging up for me, which was great. So it works well. It didn't work well for my face. Um, yeah. And there is another one that I recently started following on Instagram that I saw somebody else use. I forget the name of it, but it's like, it almost looks like a, a space helmet. It like kind of goes over your whole head. Um, and I'm blanking on a name. The I'll, Custo? i think of it, if I find it. What is it?
1: The Custo. It's Jacques Cousteau joke. It's not. That
2: very, was a
3: oh, keep going oh. terrible joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Do it, Dan.
2: Yeah. <effect>. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wait i think i found it uh it is the oh, uh microclimate favorites. microclimate so it's like it literally looks like a space helmet um i'm actually uh trying to see if i can talk to them to to get you found that, that on well.
1: accident you were looking up other micro things at the time
2: <laughs> yes busted <laughs> got me but at yeah, so, uh, micro. That being said, the, the model you were talking about—that's uh, the one that Jackman uses all the time, right?
1: Yeah, he has the, the, the peak safety power cap. Yeah,
2: yeah, he swears by it. He loves it. I've seen him use it multiple times, and he he loves it. And he does a lot of carving and epoxy work and stuff. So, you know, I think it's a, it's a good option. And they're they're worth it. Like they're worth if you're doing a lot of this stuff, they're worth it. Get your hands
1: on one. I think what the point is is that three people here at three or at different opinions about it. And I know Justin over at rustic grains has the same one we have have and Fallon uses it and likes it a lot. So there's opinions across the board. I mean, I wanted the power cap. Honestly, I didn't want the cumbersome belt thing, but it really, for me does work. And then for Dan, they just don't like it. So, I mean, there's just opinions to be had on it. So try it for yourself. Um, the next question is from Dylon. Dylon, uh, is really leaning into the rapper thing, which we like.
3: Hey guys, it's Dylon Scott,
2: five greatest rapper of all time, coming at you with a question <laughs> for outdoor finishes. I'm building these Adirondack chairs and they're made of cedar and I'm wondering what would be the best finish for them. Um, I'd like to keep it water-based because I'm going to be spraying these in my basement, um, but I know, Mike, you had some issues with that cedar table, so I don't know what would be the best, best way to go about it. Um also, I'm using a HomeRight sprayer that I just got for Christmas, and I've never used one before. So any
0: tricks you got for that um, would be awesome, guys. Um, just keep up the great work and look forward to hearing from you.
1: So I did want to say that that cedar that I was was uh, spraying was deodor cedar, um, and it's super sappy and super acidic. So I had problem there was a couple things going on there. It's a very acidic wood, that specific species. Also, Target Coatings was having those issues with their finishes for a few months and I was spraying the bad finish. <clears throat> so that was also part of it. So, um I'm not putting it on that because I don't actually know conclusively that the Target Coatings was the problem. Um Though I think that and what Target it has so, since rectified the yes, problem. Yes, and I want to say, yeah, I, I got the uh, uh, two new gallons of the urethane and I sprayed it for the first time today. The new like recipe or whatever the chemistry in the new uh, ninety three hundred, it sprays so nice. I've been spraying it all day; it's fantastic. Like I, he, he not only fixed the problem, he made a better product as a result of it. And I was actually talking with oh, nice. him today, the guy who owns Target. This new, this new recipe. He's like, yeah. I had a gun to my head. I had to come up with a good chem- a new chemistry ma- or chemical makeup. That's literally his quote: "Was I had to I had a gun to my head. I had to get this fixed right away, so what I came up with gun? a better one." And it's uh yeah, it was a, it's just a squirt gun. It's very, it's a, <laughs> very it's, no uh but yeah, it was uh it's a really good product. Like I really like it. I'm glad that he was able to get it fixed. But anyway, the point is, I don't think you'll have that problem, Dylon, uh, on a typical piece of cedar. So uh, I would recommend, um, uh, the Target. 9300, the urethane. Uh, Halcyon is a great product if you want to stick with water-based. Um, that's really the only ones I can recommend personally that, I, that I've that i used. I will say that the Target coatings sprays better than the Halcyon sprays. It lays down nicer uh, in, in my experience. So, uh, Dan.
3: First of all, with that being cedar and an outdoor piece of furniture, you don't have to finish it. You don't. Cedar is naturally rot resistant and bug resistant and all that fun stuff. What will happen is it'll turn gray over time, but you can get rid of that with a nice power washing. It, that's actually pretty satisfying to do. Uh but if you do want to finish it, you can go with the, like Mike said, total boat halcyon, or even their marine varnish. I mean, the, the marine varnish is built for boats, so it'll it'll take a an outdoor beating, so but to that speak. That is
1: solvent based. Keep that in
3: mind. Oh, yeah, he wants water based. True. Um, you could go with the spar urethane, you can get a, a water-based spar urethane. I know Minwax makes it, Varathane makes that, several other companies make it, so you can go to the home store, any home store, and get a water-based spar urethane. Um, or you can just do, uh, an oil-based, ru- well, you said you want water-based. Yes. There you go. There are my, there are my options. Pete, what do you got? Thompson's water seal.
2: I'm kidding. Not uh, no, water based. No, I'm kidding. I'm the total joke. No, I'm I'm gonna go with Halcyon too. And it sprays really well. Even with that home right, you're gonna have a it good does. time with it. So I that's my one answer.
3: That uh that, that shower halcyon. that I made, that outdoor shower, sprayed yeah. that with the home right with uh, halcyon, and it came out great.
2: Yeah. You're gonna be happy with it. Yep.
1: Yep, and there's we don't we didn't really give any tips and tricks for the home right. It's pretty it's a pretty
3: bold it, like it's, full. It's a just very it just rooms. It just goes. It's a very user friendly sprayer. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Yeah,
1: it's just clean it well and that's it. Great for the price. L- um, the next question is from uh, I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, it's Lee. I was like leg.
0: Who's leg? <laughs> hey guys lee over at regal street hope you're all doing well quick question for you um i got a job coming up that's really going to justify me purchasing a domino and i'm just not sure if i should spend up and get the 700 or if i can just you know do everything i need to do with the 500 um any recommendations you guys have would greatly be appreciated um I don't foresee myself doing big, huge tables like Mike does all the time, but maybe some more, you know, smaller sized furniture um, and stuff like that, that the 500 might be better suited for. Uh, Pros and cons, anything you can offer would be great. Appreciate it, guys. Dad,
3: I think the 500 is going to get you to 95 to 98% of the stuff you want to do. You really don't need that 700 unless you're doing massive tables and you want big tenons to go into the legs, into the side uh, skirts or rails or whatever they're called. Uh, or if you're a door builder and you're build, building big panel doors, then that 700 is going to come in handy. For the most part, that 500 is plenty. That's all I have. I want the 700 out of pure like selfishness, greed. I don't need it. I just, I just want it because I'm a tool hoarder. I, I've i never felt the limitations of the 500. It's usually plenty. Pete, you have the 500, yeah? I
2: have the 500, and that that would be my answer. I've used the 700 once, and yeah, I don't see a real need for it myself personally. I think the 500 does a good job, and if you're ever in a situation where you need – like, let's say you're doing some beefier legs or something – You can just do more dominoes, you know, add some extra, extra support there. And, um, you know, nothing you put out in that small shed shop would yield a 700. (sighs) 700. I'm kidding. Kidding. I love you. Lee. I love you. No, but really, I like, I I could see the use case for it, but I feel like the 500 is already so baller. Like you might not really need it. And the money It's you're saving a ton of money too, by going that route, Mike, you've got both. So you're going to be the expert on this.
1: No, I mean you you can get by with exactly the percentage that I was going to throw out is what Dan threw out 95 to 98% you can do with the 500. I do lots that's of large five, tables and I uh I've only been in like four scenarios where I needed the 700 uh and that's you know you really don't need it that much. Uh I With doors and stuff, it's going to be really important. You want those really, I mean, they have tenons that are the cutter on some of these things. are like, oh, that thing's it's like longer than my finger and my middle finger. I mean, they the cutter it's got long middle fingers, trust me. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) Corn, uh, but yeah, the uh, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, the uh, the uh. The thing has its purposes, but it's not for the majority of what people are doing. So no, don't don't even look at the seven hundred Lee. I bought the seven hundred for my as my first Domino, and I was using the Seneca adapter, and I was like, oh, sick! I can do everything that the big one can do, and everything that the small one can do. That's what I was going to say. On that, the flip side, but but well, the problem is then now you're ca- the Domino seven hundred is a heavy tool. <laughs> it's tool. it's a two handed tool, and you're still like. Yeah, this is kind of heavy with two hands. So it's it's a beefy monster of a machine. I mean, that thing's got like a five-phase 18-horsepower. The,
2: no, <laughs> five <phase>. the 500 <laughs> is just – it's it's a fairly lightweight, and you can – you know, if you're not securing your piece and actually you want to hold it while you're using it, it's kind of nice, too. Now, yeah, it, I honestly, mean, you, you're going to be get securing it holding a Get a 500. Buy a cheap mortiser for the money you're saving on the, the Domino 700. <laughs>
1: No, if get the you, Domino, you dude. If you day. got the money in the job, get get the Domino, dude. Well, You'll get the never domino, regret buying saying, that 500. I'm saying, but then like yeah. the
2: money you're saving between the two models, you can get a mortar if you ever have like a big job like that.
1: Yeah, yep. you can do that for sure. Um, yeah, 500 is great. It's it's unbelievable how many applications you can use that Domino for.
3: It's it's more I've than I've never just, regretted that you, purchase one yeah. minute. You'll
1: love you it. like I don't know how many times a week. I mean, I don't use it every day, but I use it every week. And every time I'm like, oh, I could use the Domino for that. I mean, you can use it to attach uh, tabletop clips and Z-clips and stuff to tables. You put the three on there and you cut the... It's just fantastic. Anyway, um, the next question is uh, not from Leg. It's from Adam Barnett. So here's Adam's question.
4: Happy New Year and welcome back, boys. It's been weird without you. I started listening to this show called... uh, Shop sounds? I'm going to bleep that out. Know. It's okay. <laughs> yes, make it but, sound uh, dirty. Yeah, I have a question. So the first question for the new year, I'm going to buy a joiner because I am in dire need of one. Uh, I want to join hardwoods. It would be awesome to face joint, uh, like long boards if I could. Uh, so probably need something with power. And probably need something with a pretty decent size in-feed, out-feed. So I'm pretty sure I'm not ending up with a uh, a benchtop joiner here. But uh, yeah, what do you guys recommend? Uh, I, I do not have like two grand, but I do want to put some decent money into it. You know, buy once, cry once. What do you recommend?
3: Dan? Well, I think we're all going to have kind of the same answer. I mean, we're all Laguna fanboys. We all have a Laguna jointer. Um, you're going to want to at least buy, minimum, an eight inch jointer. That's what Pete and I have. Mike has the big old 12 inch monster. It's you do a massive not need thing. A it, it looks like a an aircraft carrier. USS Coffee. So I'm saying it, whatever you buy, whatever brand, you're going to want at least an eight inch jointer. And it should. At least have a helical head on it. You will not regret that purchase. Straight knives are dead. Helical head is the way to go. Um, and for the beds, yeah, you're going to want something longer. Maybe uh, – I, I forget how long the beds are on our jointer. I want to say they're at least 36 inches on either side. I think so.
2: That I feels about, about right. right. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. yeah. I mean, 36 is, is pretty good – Most of the stuff you're going to face joint is going to be no longer than eight feet. So if you have 36 inches of space on each side, that should be plenty. That's what I think. Mike, do you have any insight on this?
2: Yeah, I think,
1: Adam, that you're going to hit a a hard, tough wall with your $2,000 limit. Um, That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't think you're going to get – you said you want to buy once, cry once, but not when you say something like, I want to get the jointer – for less than 2000 that just doesn't exist unfortunately dude i mean it's just not a thing i would say you're going to want at least a 1.75 or two horsepower motor um i think adam that you could get away with a six inch but i really don't think you should buy a six inch i think you should get an eight inch knowing you um i think you should um well he specifically mentioned face jointing yeah. I mean, you can face joint six inch you boards. Can, they're just not, you know, they're just not, there's, you're limited. I mean, you're just limiting yourself. Cause I mean, you start, I don't That's know. What I'm I don't saying. know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Get the eight inch joiner, dude. Just do it. I'm, I know it's like really easy for some dude on a podcast to say, yeah, man, spend your money. But I mean, just, just do it. I know you, Adam, I know you're actually real serious about continuing with your woodworking stuff. And uh, you're not going to be like in in nine months. Be like, man, I wish I hadn't spent four hundred more dollars on that. It's nothing. Like that's nothing. That's no amount. Like four hundred bucks more or whatever. It's nothing. Like don't even like. And here's the that's here's the
3: great deal. thing about these larger tools. They retain their value. So if something happens, you could easily sell a jointer on the marketplace and get your money back. Because yep. that's the other thing. If you're going to look for them for uh, a, a used one on the marketplace. You're going to have a hard time because they go quick.
1: Yeah, and right now there's a lot of supply chain issues. So anything that's worth anything, Sean, the guy who who, who works in my shop with me, he actually on a it's unreal. He found the brand new, literally the brand new twenty inch planer, the Laguna twenty inch planer, on the marketplace. What literally brand new, like what? this thing for for four thousand bucks. The the guy thought it the was The new busted. model? The brand new PX... I think it's the PX20. Oh, it's called. my goodness. Uh wow. He got it for... He's got it in his shop right now. The guy thought it was busted. The infeed roller was set to... During a move or something, the infeed roller was set too low. I mean, Sean, like, couldn't get down there fast enough. Like, uh, Sean was like, whatever's broken with this thing, I'm going to fix it. I mean, it saved him a few thousand. I mean... Yeah. It's... The thing's brand new. I mean, the brand new. Some dude had a co- production cabinet shop. He had... Multiple 20 inch jointers in the shop. He was like, This one just doesn't work. I got to get rid of it and get a new one. So, um, wow, yeah, That's I wild. mean, you're not going to find them, they're going to be gone <clears throat> quick. People are doing this right now. Lots of people are woodworking, lots of people are buying tools, and especially <laughs> these bigger tools, these like non hobbyist grade tools. Uh, business is good right now for a lot of people, and people are snagging up good tools, they're investing in their businesses right now. So, um, I'm, you know, I'm on the Laguna site because we're all kind of Laguna fans here. Not kind of, I love Laguna. Um, yeah. But you know, the JX8 with the ShearTech two, um, you know, so like thirty five hundred, right? Thirty two hundred bucks right now. Huh. That's a real yeah. tough pill to swallow, dude. But you'll never need to replace your jointer ever again. Ever. So just think about that. Like you won't have to go and through the teeth. this dance. Yeah, like well, the blade. and it's got the ShearTech. It's got the ShearTech like, helical. Heads you've had
2: on it. yours for how long now? How long have you had your joiner? Over a year? A year and a half now? I've had it for and like a year the to the year amount and a half. I've of million I, yeah. you do? You have still yet to rotate your teeth, right?
1: I've never rotated my teeth. And yeah. and, and I, I run I mean, I we did those uh those those seventeen uh, white oak, eight quarter oh, white oak right. tabletops. <laughs> I mean I do. I don't know how much walnut well I pass through there. I mean, I I probably do. You know, I don't know how much would I. Anyway, it's a lot, and I don't ever have to turn them. I never have had to turn mine, and they're super sharp still. I ran uh, today. I ran uh, some some twelve quarter ash through it. You know, and it doesn't matter. It was twelve inches wide. I maxed that thing out. It didn't even slow down, and it's quieter than a knife than a knife uh, traditional knife oh, yeah. head. I mean, it's just way quieter. It's just. It's amazing what the the power is behind those things. I mean, it's really scary, honestly. But but yeah, you get yourself an 8-inch with the helical head. I couldn't agree with Dan Moore. Adam, it sucks, but just make the purchase, dude. I know you're going to do this for a while. You're not – there's a lot of people out in the community who, like, call and we're like, oh, what should we get? And it's like, man, I don't think this person – and a lot of these times, these people just kind of – they just go away. Like, we'll see Adam, some of these don't people just, in the
3: community. What Don't just make the purchase. Make the investment.
1: Yeah, make nice. the investment, man. I mean – There's people out there, you're going to, you know, I can't wait to hear about the phone call in three weeks when you get your new eight inch joiner with the helical head. Pete, what about you? Yep.
2: So I'm going to go, yes, I agree with all of it. The eight inch joiner, helical head, make the investment. However, if, you know, your budget is tight right now or that's the cap, make, (laughs) let's make some some money. to get to that point. <laughs> and what I'll tell you is do not even waste your time buying a new six inch helical head joiner. Don't even bother. Like, no. It's like you're putting, just gonna want to like, upgrade it. It's like putting soon, like almost as soon as a spoiler as you get on a Honda of. Civic. It's useless. Um, however, I think a six inch is a good starting point. If you're at that point where like you need a joiner, but you don't have the three and a half grand to spend on this thing, get a marketplace joiner. Get by with a cheaper one and then make the investment. Make some money with that joiner, but do not spend full price money on a six six inch joiner. He you did say
3: buy once, cry place. once.
2: Well, guess well, you're gonna have to cry with your wallet or you're gonna have to make money to get to that three and a half thousand. But honestly, like the guy said, it's such a good investment. This will probably be the last joiner you ever buy. You will have that thing forever. And uh, it's it's amazing. It's a really good tool to have in your shop.
0: Boom, word.
2: Boom.
1: You've been AW peed on. <laughs> no! no,
3: that's another. No! That's another T-shirt. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> that's another T-shirt. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my god! Hit us what up if that? you want one of these T-shirts. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, that's the new
1: great one. Uh, oh. Okay. I don't know where that came from, but I'm happy it did. Uh, just. <laughs> wow. Uh,
2: what Dan, you know what canceled. graphic needs to be used? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Can you, like, make R. Kelly's face, like, poking at no, no.
3: <laughs> Peeking out from behind a Chevy Trail Boss bed?
2: Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, happening?
3: All right. Do right. we have any we... more questions?
2: No, that's no, it. No, that's it.
1: Thought we'd go out on a wow. high note with that one. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Perfect. else no, sponsored this week. Thanks for, uh, yeah, we are. I forgot to mention the patrons. Oh, no, I did mention it. Oh, yeah. the patrons patrons. oh
2: we didn't do the giveaway. We have a <laughs> Oh, we
1: didn't do the giveaway. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
2: Thanks, everyone, for Dan. hanging on. No,
3: <laughs> Dan, we got to do a giveaway. You got to keep them to the end. We I have a give- a monthly giveaway from Macbeth Hardwood. Uh, thank you to Macbeth. Uh, I can't believe we totally spaced, we were having so much fun, we were getting to the back of the swing of things, completely <laughs> spaced off the fact that we have a giveaway for Macbeth Hardwood. This month, they are giving away a Porter Cable Framing
2: Nailer? Framing Nailer.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm Rod Burgundy. <laughs> so let's You're gonna get, get yourself,
3: possibly... A porter cable nail gun of some sort. Uh it's we a need a code maybe. phrase. And gosh, I love AWP Don. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's gotta be.
2: Come on. Just no, it's AW. Oh, I guess it is a sponsored Don. giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sponsored giveaway.
1: <laughs> D uh, A W N A W P Don. No, just
2: D-A-D-A-N. D-O- or D-O-N. Oh
1: D O N O D O N yeah like the, the AWP godfather
2: Dawn.
3: awp yeah. don <laughs> there we no, go that's not it awp don no, no no it's not a- i don't <laughs> have anything else i got nothing else <laughs> hold on let <laughs> oh, me notes. go back
1: let me go back to my old notes <laughs> <laughs> here. I <laughs> <funny>
3: <laughs> <things>. <laughs> it won't make your life worse
1: <laughs> don't throttle what? the six inch uh i don't know what that <laughs> means it's from old notes uh <laughs> Water popped dragon. Is that an episode title? Um, oh, that <laughs> sounds moist, worse the, than AWP. Don the 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 moist maker. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. poop there knife. These are all our notes. Uh, These are all <laughs> terrible
2: for spots. <sponsor laughs> we have picks. the
3: best notes, really. Yeah. Honestly,
2: um, uh, why don't you? I do like skin the moist skin pump, the breaks.
3: pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. We've been please. doing the pump the brake. You're going fat weak. guy energy. That, no, that's a, that's an episode. Nope, that's
2: a good one. That was an episode
3: title. The code phrase is "pump the brakes." That is your code five, phrase. Send that to us. Five Nintendo Switch. No, <laughs> pump the brakes, Mike. No, r- really, pump White the brakes. Betty White biography.
1: Oh, okay, that's what you're doing.
3: Pump the brakes. <laughs> pump the brakes is your code phrase. Send that to us in an email at awp giveaway at gmail and you will be entered into this month's giveaway sponsored by Macbeth. Hardwood, thank you very much. Thank McBeth. you, I We appreciate you awesome. and everything you do for our podcast. Yeah. And the On with the show. We got more questions? Nope. That's it. Nope. Thanks to uh, oh, Beth for the giveaway.
1: <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone who listened. Thanks. Uh, we're back. We're back. We're yeah. going to do 52 episodes this year. No, we're not. We're not going to do one during WorkbenchCon. So we'll miss something. But that's it. That's it. That's only one to this.
3: I thought no, we were going to do right. 100 at WorkbenchCon. Live from the bar
2: No, no we're not We're Damn. not recording Damn. a pod I'm not bringing that equipment way. To the bar I'm not bringing forward. equipment <laughs> But wait I do want to mention Man. One other thing Everyone Blow out your HEPA filters This week New All year right. New you oh,
3: New year New is, HEPA filter I didn't mind filter. when I got
2: back No, blow out right. your HEPA filters I did too you, Most people probably bad. Haven't cleaned their filters In a while You got Man, a little blow I on your love ceiling? cleaning
1: out My HEP- Clean them HEPA out. filter I love that Going out back
3: Getting my backpack <sighs> My neighbors hate it
1: Oh, yeah. Neighbors would hate it for sure. Well,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> It looks like the dust bowl when I'm done.
3: I do it early in the morning. Psych, I do it late at night because I don't wake oh, up early Oh, you're that That's guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, who's running you a leaf blower at the- 10 o'clock at night?
3: It's a battery-powered leaf blower. It's not as it's loud not- and, and annoying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's wrap this up, shall we?
1: Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to share the show. Check us all out on Instagram, YouTube, Etsy. Pinterest, TikTok. Facebook, Instagram. Facebook's a thing. Check out our reels on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we have reels over there on Facebook. Check out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird. Facebook's weird, man. It's good, All good right. to be back, guys. Everyone have a good one. Good it is back. good to be back. Feels good. I already
3: miss right. your sense. I just know. right, we're out now. Okay, love bye. You long time. Bye bye bye. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye,
2: bye.